This is Untapped Power, insights and wisdom for collective transformation in the yoga community. I am your host, Amanda Sturmey, a registered yoga teacher and financial coach working with you to redefine success and gain confidence in your business and in your life. This podcast serves as a sacred space with a new way forward to speak the truth about the yoga industry and to build a business and life that is defined on your terms. Join me for intentional conversations as we navigate the industry and explore the changing path ahead. We will dive into personal challenges, industry improvements, and financial stability, providing you with the tools to expand, grow, and create. I believe one of the greatest gifts we can give to the world is tapping into all of our personal power so we can collectively raise the vibration together. Are you ready to join the conversation? Now let's dive in. Hey everyone, happy Friday. Welcome back to the podcast and I thank you always for being here, for showing up, for listening. And today is really exciting because we're celebrating 100 episodes and I really can't even believe it myself. I mean, I started this podcast with the intention of sharing information, of getting connected, and it's it's definitely shifted and changed over the years. Um, and it's been it's been three years. I started the podcast in July of 2020, and I really wasn't sure where it was going. And so today, I just want to share a little bit of my reflection on uh, my thoughts on the podcast, and also share with you. Uh, some teachable moments, some things that I've found that have helped me and that I've grown from. And I think it's important to reflect on this. So when I began this podcast, my intention really, and I've shared this often, was to have guests share their real, honest, authentic stories about the yoga industry. And that is where um, I had been doing work with clients and continue to do work with clients. Um, But I also was a teacher myself. And so there was a lot of, I I feel like and felt like disillusionment around how yoga teachers are successful, if they are successful, what it takes to to build a business as a yoga teacher or as a yoga studio, how is yoga being portrayed in, in our culture, and what are some of the myths, what are some of the challenges that people have faced. And so I wasn't intending to give you answers or specific approaches or a marketing method or this is what you can do to be successful. I really wanted to share the voices of others and their challenges because I believe that's a way that we connect. We learn from our own experiences, of course, but we also can learn when we hear other people and they share their truth. And we can see maybe there is some correlation or some connection. And so I think that that is important. And as a result of these conversations, I've been able to sit down with so many different inspiring individuals from all over the world. It's been fun. I've really enjoyed it. And I really enjoy having these conversations, uh, understanding for myself where I've had blocks or I've believed something and someone's said something and I've had to go back and, and, and sit with myself. So it's definitely allowed me to think about things in a different way. It's allowed me to be open to perspectives. And as a result, the show has continued to evolve and shift. And I've incorporated these shorter episodes because I found them to be really valuable as things came up for me in my work that I'm doing with clients or in my teaching. I felt like it was a way for me to share those experiences on this platform. And I appreciate uh, your willingness to listen. And so I can open up in this honest way. And one interesting thing about the show, and I wanted to really talk about this, is that 
you know, people ask me all the time as I, you know, I share that, that I have a podcast and, you know, is it successful? And I often find as I dig deeper, what they're really asking me when, when people ask that is, is do you make money doing it? Right. Do you make money off the podcast? And when I share for me that right now it really serves as a connection tool, it is a way for me to share my authentic voice. And I allow others to do that in the same way. And it doesn't have a set amount of income attached to it. It doesn't provide me, I, I don't get a steady stream of revenue from it currently. And I don't, um, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm getting a certain amount of leads each month. So it's an interesting place and an interesting spot to be in for those of you listening, maybe that are thinking of starting a podcast or wondering, you know, but when I go deeper with this for myself, I know the answer to this question is very clear. The reason why I do this podcast is because I believe in continued collaboration connection. And I believe in people organically connecting with one another. And I also believe that my own words and my own thoughts matter and that I want to highlight those words and thoughts of others. And at the same time, I believe fully and completely that everything I choose to do does not have to be tied to an outcome or a value. That is a core belief for me. And so I don't base why I choose to do something on how much money it makes me or how many likes it gets or how many downloads it gets. And I want to be clear because at the same time, I'm not, I believe that money matters and our relationship to our money matters and our freedom within our finances matters. So I'm not saying that everything should be done for free. What's important to understand is where we are at individually. And I say this all the time, that when we make money the driver for our messaging, it comes from a place of need or outcome versus authentic care and connection. So for me, the choice I make to do this podcast, I'm able to financially do it. And that's a gift. And I believe it's a gift. And things may shift and change. They always do. So nothing is black and white. I bring that up so many times that I'm always shifting and changing. And so I choose to do this podcast because I believe it adds value to the world. I believe that the guests that I'm sharing have such wisdom and I want to give them the platform to do it. And so I appreciate every time I see someone download an episode or listen in or reach out or connect with a guest, because I know in our world, there are tons of podcasts. I feel like every time I turn around, there's someone doing a podcast or starting a podcast. And I think that's great. And I know the most precious thing we have is our time and our presence. So I know what it means to listen and for you to be here. So thank you for that. And I just wanted to highlight that for you. So for today, I wanted to share some teachable moments. And I know it's our 100th episode and I'm not going to share 100 teachable moments because that would be a very long episode. And so to keep it short and concise, I want to share 10 teachable moments that I've found to be important in my path in starting this podcast. And I think it incorporates also starting my business as a whole and being in business as an entrepreneur. Um, The 10 things that I've found to be lessons learned, teachable moments for me. And the first one is don't shut it down because you can't see how it works. I remember my first mentor shared this with me as I embarked on this process and I had no idea where it would go, but I wanted to see the final product and the results. And I wanted it to look perfect. But if I allowed myself to get stuck in this, I would have never kept going. And so it's so important to remember that don't shut it down just because you can't see how it's going to work. 
Number two is it's okay to take breaks and put things on pause. In the beginning, I was so afraid that if I stopped, I wouldn't start again, or that if I took too long of a break, people wouldn't come back. But what I have learned and really believe to be true is that you move at the pace that supports you. And it's so important to take breaks when needed because the right people will be there to listen, to show up, and to be part of what you're doing. And don't be afraid. Number three, it doesn't have to be perfect. This is so important and so challenging because before I first started, I wanted everything to be perfect. And this is not just true about the podcast, but it's true about my business. It's true about parts of my life. And and the, the reality, as we know, is that you can't be perfect. You have to make mistakes. You have to learn. So when I started, I wanted the sounds, the editing to be absolutely perfect, to have the perfect space, to always have the my guests lined up and to have no breaks and all of this. But what I've learned is that I need to do the best that I can. My environment has shifted and changed over the years, as I've shared openly with you. I've moved to different locations. I've lived in areas where you know I've had noise, I've had to adjust, I've had to figure it out. And sometimes I'm okay with there being a little background noise. If you hear a bird chirping or a dog barking, it's okay, right? It's not the end of the world. And so learning to be okay with things not being perfect is a skill and a life lesson, I believe. And number four, trust your intuition. And I relate this to when a guest doesn't feel right for my show, because from the beginning, I connected with guests prior to scheduling an interview, and I still do, to make sure that it's a good fit. And in the beginning, I noticed myself having that feeling of desperation, of scarcity, of wanting to just have guests lined up. And I was so afraid of telling people no. And there were a few times where I knew it wasn't a good fit. I could feel it within me. But I went forward anyways with the interview because I was afraid. I wouldn't find someone else. And so I've learned to trust this when something doesn't feel like a good fit to really go deep into myself and to say and be honest that it's not going to work with no negative intent or judgment and to just show up. So as long as I continue to trust my intuition, I've found that the right people come and sometimes there is breaks and sometimes I don't have guests because I've, I've, I'm not finding the right fit and that's okay. Things take time. So patience is part of the process of trusting yourself. Number five, be process-driven over outcome-driven. And this is really hard. I talked about this just, just now when I talked about success and why I do the podcast, but I've learned to trust my own process and to have the patience in what I'm doing and to not attach what I do solely to outcomes or results. Because I know when that happens, I'm moving from the direction of wanting things for the wrong reasons. So allowing myself to not be defined or attached to what happens, not be attached to the number of downloads as an indicator of the success of the podcast or if I'm making money off it, but to really be connected to my process, my vision, why am I doing it? What is important to me at the heart of it? And to let that be the driver. Because when that is the driver, other things come. Number six, to ask for help. This is so hard for me. I don't know what it is, but it's so effective. I've struggled, you know, with parts of this podcast, with editing, with technique, with, you know, looking at how someone else does it. And so finding the right people to support me, to give me solutions, to even pay for help when I need it has been so helpful and essential. And, and again, this is a life lesson asking for help. Don't be afraid. Number seven, to welcome change. 
I know when I first started, I wanted to only do interviews with people. I felt that was the most powerful. And then I realized that I wanted to use my voice and I wanted to share these solo episodes. And so instead of sticking to what I was doing before, because that's what I had committed to a year before, I welcomed in the change. So who knows what will come next? Once I'm open to this, it really gives me the possibility for all different things, to not let myself be committed to just one specific thing, to not be afraid of change. Number eight, stay in my own lane. There are so many podcasts out there. I said that before. It seems like I always hear someone having a new podcast, and I used to feel threatened by this and judge other people. Like they don't know what they're doing. They're going to die off so quickly. But I've realized that everyone has a different voice and I don't care how many podcasts there are. What I care is that if I stay in my own lane, I focus on what I'm doing, my mission, and I continue to put my heart and soul there. It allows me to move out of this space of comparison. There's always going to be people doing the same thing as me always, whether it's podcasting, entrepreneurship, whatever you're doing. And I won't be for everyone. But so having that openness that there is something for everyone is a great way to look at it. So other people can take advantage of what else is out there. Number nine, make interviews about the guest, not about you. As a podcast host, it's so easy to want to share the knowledge. And that is probably why you got into it. And that's sometimes why I got into it. But learning to be mindful about how much information I choose to share when having a conversation with a guest has been so essential because the episode is really meant to be about the guest. And I want them to be able to share their story, to share their views, and to not feel like I am taking up the time. And so what I've learned is that when I integrate these solo episodes, it gives me permission to share my thoughts and it allows me to make space for my guests when I'm interviewing them. And I think this this lesson, this teachable moment, really carried over into, into not just the podcast, but into my relationships as well. When I have conversations with people, my partner, people that are important to me, when I make it about them, it shifts the focus. When I give them the space to really talk without me trying to take up space with my point of view, it changes things. It's a little different. And I honor and reflect on that. And number 10 is to welcome guests who see the world differently than you. In the beginning, I was not looking for guests who had opposing viewpoints, I'll admit it, to me or to the yoga industry. I wanted people that believed just as much as I did that, you know, there was disillusionment in the yoga industry. You couldn't really make money as a yoga teacher. It was hard. It was challenging. But when I opened up this perspective to say, this person's doing it differently, maybe they did, maybe they had a different approach, maybe it is possible, that it didn't compromise my integrity, it just gave me space to hear other voices. And I respectfully make space for both, giving people the space to voice their opinions just as much as mine. And so I hope that you enjoy these 10 teachable moments. I think there are so many more. But these are the ones that came front and center for me. And this podcast has been a way to, to reflect on that. And, and, I, and as I mentioned, reflect on it from a business standpoint, from a life standpoint, because they are all connected. I don't believe that we run a, a, you know, a siloed business and then we're different somewhere else. We are, in my mind, who we are. And you know our actions are a representation of that, how we show up. For one thing, I believe is how we show up for everything. 
And so how I show up for this podcast, how I show up for you in this world is a reflection of how I try to show up in, in everything in my life. And I really do appreciate from the bottom of my heart, you being here, you listening, you being part of this community in whatever way you are. Um, it's, it's a gift and I, and I'm grateful to continue on this journey and on this path with you. We do have one more guest this season who will be joining us, um, next week with our final episode of the season. And then I will be taking a short break and resuming back, uh, in early June with you. So again, take a, take a peek back into some of the episodes this season. We have a hundred episodes out there and I am so grateful for each and every one of you who has contributed, shared your voice, listened, and just been here. So be well, and I will, I will see you soon. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Untapped Power. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. I would love to hear your insights and wisdom. If you are a yoga teacher interested in being a participant on the podcast, please reach out directly. I am always looking for new voices and perspectives. As a financial coach, I work with clients individually who are in the yoga industry and are looking to gain clarity and awareness around your finances. If this is you, then reach out to schedule your free connection call. All information can be found at amandastroni.com. As always, continue to stand confidently in your power, use your voice, and allow your heart to be free. Until next time.